Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light, the private writings of the Saint of Calcutta. Appendix B, Retreat Notes of Mother Teresa, March 29th to April 12th, 1959. First day. Under the guidance of Jesus, our risen Lord. Aim to realize more deeply that the purpose of my life is to do the holy will of God. Examination. Let me try to answer the following question sincerely. One. Do I really try to praise, reverence, and serve God? Mother Teresa writes, I want, but I don't. Do I put this into daily practice? No. In all my actions, except for the first offering to the Sacred Heart in the morning, the rest of the day is like a stone. Yet my heart is all and only his. My mind and will are fixed on him the whole time. Do I value the salvation of my soul? I don't believe I have a soul. There is nothing in me. Am I working in earnest for the salvation of the soul of others? There was a burning zeal in my soul for souls from childhood until I said yes to God, and then all is gone. Now, I don't believe. What use am I making of creatures? I have no attachment. Am I truly indifferent to my work, the companies with whom I work, my health, my success, my failure? Yes. Am I indifferent to the love and affection of my companions and of the people for whom I work? Yes. Readings, Book of Psalms, Chapter 32, The Imitation of Christ, Book 1, Chapter 20, Book 3, Chapters 9 and 10. Reflection for the day. St. Augustine wrote these beautiful words, Thou hast made us for thyself, and our hearts are restless until they rest in thee. Nota bene. The readings are optional. The examination should be made carefully each day. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Ever this day be at our side, to light and guide, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own. Vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. What are we looking at here? What are we hearing about? Well, these are a combination of notes, handouts, that Father Picacci gave to the sisters for this retreat in 1959 after Easter. And so he gave them these examination questions. And he wanted them to answer the following questions sincerely. 
and under these four headings, he basically wanted the sisters to ask about how they reverence God. Two, do they value the salvation of their souls? Three, how are they relating to creatures, things outside of themselves? And then four, about the indifference towards their work and to the reaction to their work. Now, he gave the handout, and Mother Teresa took these questions very seriously, and so we have her responses that were saved. And so what does Mother say here? Well, she says some things that have raised a lot of questions about Mother. She says things here that people find very difficult to understand. But let's start first with what she says when she's asked, do you really try to praise, reverence, and serve God? Well, she says, I want to, but I don't. There is a great desire in mother's heart to serve God. And the rest of the world would say, yes, she serves God. Most of the people in the world would say, well, if Mother Teresa is not serving God, reverencing God, then no one is. But notice that in Mother's mind, what she wants and what she does don't exactly line up. She doesn't seem to think that she serves him as much as she wants to. Then she's asked, does she put this into daily practice? And she says, no. See, Mother's very humble. She knows what the Lord did for her. And she's very aware of her own failures, her sense of failure. In fact, she says in the next quotation that from the beginning of the day, after making an offering of the whole day to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, all of her actions, all of her prayers, all of her sufferings, she offers them to the Sacred Heart of Jesus in union with the Immaculate Heart of Mary. She says, for the rest of the day, her heart is like a stone. But then notice what she says. My mind and my will are fixed on him the whole time. Do you see, she's making a kind of distinction between the higher parts of her soul and then the lower parts of her soul. She feels nothing. And yet she is aware that at the pinnacle of her soul, the apex of her soul, the center of her soul, there is a fixity on the Lord. And yet below, around, there seems to be nothing happening. So much so that she can say next, I don't believe I have a soul. There is nothing in me. Now, Mother Teresa is not saying this as a dogmatic statement. She's speaking about what she experiences. Do you have a soul? Well, the church says, yes, you're alive. You're created in the image of God. But if you ask Mother, do you have a soul as experienced? Do you experience yourself having a soul? 
Are you aware of having a soul? And that's the question she's answering. And she says, no, I'm not aware of it. There seems to be nothing in me. Well, she is aware, as she's already said, of wanting God. She's aware of being fixed on him. But she seems to have no awareness of her own soul. All she has an awareness of is this fixity on God. Then she says that while she was a child, she burned to help souls know God. But then when she said yes, especially after she said yes to this call within a call, she says, all is gone. And now I don't believe. Now I don't believe. Again, this should be taken, I propose, as a statement of her awareness of herself from her own subjectivity. The awareness of the self from the side of the subject, as philosophers say. This is an awareness of her own activity. And what Mother Teresa is saying is that it seems to her that she doesn't believe. Because she can't see her own acts of faith. It seems to her that everything has been stripped away. And all that's there is somehow God. But of course, Mother Teresa has to have faith because she wants to serve God. She has the virtue of hope. You can't have the virtue of hope unless you have faith. And you can't have your will fixed on God without charity. And you can't have charity without hope and faith. And you know a tree by its fruits. And Mother Teresa shows her faith by her life. But again, this terrible darkness that she enters into, this terrible purification, God took away from her, her own sense of faith. And again, what is the object of faith? It's God as he is in himself. The object of faith is God. The object of faith is not our own act of faith. The object of faith is God. And that's what Mother was fixed on. And it was though she was so fixed on God, so intimately bound up with God, that everything else seemed to be caught up in that darkness. She couldn't even know her own faith because she was so close to God. It's like he only wanted her to be fixed on him and wouldn't let her become aware of anything else. He wanted her so close to himself that she lost an awareness of her own fact that she was so close to him. What a trial he put her through. What a difficult thing he put her through. Why would he do this? Well, Strangely, by this experience of seeming like she has no faith, Mother Teresa could enter in more fully into the darkness of those she was meant to help. 
all those who really don't believe, all those who feel like it's impossible to believe, all those who are atheists, all those who feel unwanted, cut off, all those who seem to feel the weight of the evil of the world and therefore reject God. Mother Teresa knows by her own experience in this mysterious way what other people experience. And therefore she could sympathize with them. Therefore she could offer up her life for them. Oh, come Holy Spirit, help us not to give up. Help us not to be too worried about our own interior states. Fix our minds on Jesus. Help us to do his will. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.